It's that time. It's six o'clock. It's time for Mutiny Radio's happy hour here. The happiest of hours in happy hour. Open mics. Yay. We have the most amazing guest host tonight because he's not just a funny comedian. He's also a genius. Oh, yeah. Uh, He created an app for the Mutiny Radio stuff. It's going to be out soon on iTunes because he's a genius and I don't know how to build apps. And he does. Uh, he's also very funny. He's going to be hosting tonight. Clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for Raul Sudhartson. What's up, uh, Mutiny Radio? Yeah, everybody get the fuck in here. Get the fuck in here, guys. Okay, they'll get in here eventually. Uh, what's up, guys? We're at 6 o'clock. It's really dark. I think it's about 9 o'clock in my head because I just woke up. And, um... Yeah, so my back is killing me right now, so I apologize if I'm not at 100%, but it doesn't matter because you guys will. You guys will be. And, um, yeah, I f- really feel like, um, like um, you know, once it comes to the Civil War between boomers and millennials, it'll just come down to like a big-ass dodgeball game between who has the more back problems, and I think boomers have less back problems. I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> anyway, um, um, I've been trying to quit smoking, guys. I've been trying to quit smoking. Uh, I'm doing this thing where I masturbate every time I want a cigarette. So far, I've avoided smoking 542 times over the last t- two days. <laughs> and, um, shit. Um, anyway, um, I go to s- I go to college. I hate people who go to college, come back, and then act like they know shit. You know, like they come back. Uh, like uh, they, st- one of my friends started like diagnosing me with all kinds of psychological problems. Like I think that stems from your childhood and your history. Like, dude, you majored in art history. What are you talking about? Um, anyway, uh, let's keep going, guys. Um, uh, I sniffed a lot of glue as a kid. I sniffed a lot of glue. <laughs> And uh, I thought um, when I was like growing up in history class, I thought um, like the Civil War was just a big uh, dodgeball game between black people and white people. Apparently, it's not like that. No, it's um, uh, it's just a big dodgeball game between uh, white people and more white people, which is great. And um, eventually, when we get to our Civil War between boomers and millennials, you know, I think we're going to recreate that dodgeball. I don't know where that joke was going, but uh, it has potential. I'm going to go with it has potential with that one. Uh, let's keep going. Uh, give it up for your first comic. Yeah, give it up for your first comic. Your first comic is Quatemoc. Yeah, give it up for Quatemoc. 
Wow. What what a great fucking show we got going on tonight. We're at Mutiny Radio. We got some legends in the building. We got some prospects, you know what I mean? So You know, I love new comics and I hate new comics at the same time, man. And the reason why I hate new comics, if they're not funny, or even if they are funny, you know, you talk to them, hey man, that was a great set, blah, 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 and you shoot the shit, and then you ask like real questions like, what kind of work do you do? And one, one comic told me, he's like, oh, I'm a doctor. I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? You should be at the hospital. Go back to work. Ah, fucking doctors. I remember the last time I went to the hospital, like not like a bullshit checkup. I was a, at least like, what? I was 11 years old. I went to El Salvador, right? To go visit my grandfather. And uh, it's dangerous in El Salvador. I'm not going to lie. I'm a nice guy, but I look like a thug to them, you know? Maybe to you guys too, but you know? And he's like, no, he hides his fucking wallet. He tucks it anymore. Okay, so I'm in El Salvador and I have like some food. I have some groceries, right? I'm with my grandfather, right? And my grandfather was a taxi driver, right, in El Salvador. So he's seen some crazy shit, right? So he seems like people getting killed, you know, machete fights and all that stuff. So these two gangbangers walked up to me and my grandfather. Two of them picked me up and stabbed me in my armpit. I was like, fuck. Yeah, I was 11 years old, man. Yeah, true story. And it's, it's weird because, like like I said, I had a hole in my armpit and it was just blood and shit. It, it looked like a fucking, like, no disrespect, ladies, but it looked like a vagina. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, it was just disgusting. I was like, fuck, I'm bleeding. And we're going, and my grandfather picks me up, throws me in the taxi car. We're going up the fucking hills. And it's not like a nice street like San Francisco. It's like bumpy roads and shit. I'm bleeding like, ah, la, 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 la. right? So we go to the hospital. And they tie me up, right? Because I'm 11 years old, crying. And I was fat, too. I was like, yeah, right? <laughs> so I'm tied up. And, you know, everybody's, like, praying. Doctors sewing me up, right? And the hospital was disgusting. I was just, like, so sad. I was like, fuck. I got stabbed, right? And my grandfather went out for a smoke. And I was like, well, you know, I was scared. I was like, why is he leaving me? I'm 11 years old. Why is he leaving for a fucking cigarette, you know? But I get it, you know? He was stressed out. And when he left, it's been like two hours. I'm waiting. I'm just chilling. All I hear is like hella AKs and fucking Uzis and whatever. I was like, holy fuck, someone's shooting up the hospital, right? So the nurse looked at me, pulls the blanket over my head, right? It's a white blanket, but it has hella blood, right? I'm still tied up. And it's just like, I'm like breathing hard, right? And I was just like, fuck, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I don't want to die, right? I'm scared. I'm scared. And just like after that, the cops came. They fucking shot. It was like a bloodbath everywhere, right? And I'm still tied up, right? And I'm like trying to cut off. I'm like the strings right here. I'm trying to like bite it. Like, oh, fuck. Right? I was like, oh, shit. I'm trying to get this like string cheese. I'm going to pull this shit out. Luckily, my grandfather came. Cut the rope. And I was, I don't know what. This is not funny, but uh, shut up, Larry. <laughs> Like I said, stay. Be, uh, nah. <laughs> At least I got your attention. <laughs> what else I want to talk about? Well, yeah, let's give it up for Pam, y'all. Like in like Muni Radio. <laughs> you guys are fucking awesome. Please get home safe. Peace. Yeah! Woo!
yeah. Foreign hospitals, yeah. I got ran over by a bike in India once. Yeah. You know how hard it is to get run over by a bike? It's like one step and then you're safe, but apparently not. I was two. Who cares? Anyway, give it up for your next comic, Maddie. Is Maddie here? Yeah! Give it up for Maddie and. Hello! Um, it's Madeline. Yeah. Uh, I just moved here from Chicago, and, uh, woo! <laughs> um, um, does anybody's, okay, does anybody's parents follow them on social media at all? Yeah, yeah. My dad, bless his precious, precious little heart, follows me on Instagram, but he doesn't really read anything. He just likes it. And so when I moved here, I was like, uh, I don't know, I was like, in, I was having a bad day, but on Facebook there was some like, hey, there's a makeout party on December 7th in San Francisco, and I was like, oh, that's funny. I was screen grab, like, haha, everything, everything in San Francisco is going great, because, and then it said. Uh, makeout party and I was like haha horny in San Francisco and my dad liked it and was like so proud of you honey I was like god damn it read it um but I'm staying with my brother uh and he has kids I don't have any kids uh and that's how I like to say that he has kids I do not have kids because it is the most annoying thing when you say to a single person, do you have kids? And they respond, I have nephews. So no, hard stop, hard stop. It's like saying like, hey, do you have kids? Like, mm, I know a kid. It's not even the question you were asked. Do you, do you have kids? Mm, I love mimosas, you know, get focused, get it together. So now I'm living with kids, which is like, you have to like hold back a lot. So like when my seven-year-old nephew runs in with his wallet and he pulls out these bills from Vietnam and he goes, Annie Maddie, I have 3,500 dongs. You have to say nothing. Uh, I, like, cause you have to think about like this kid, if this kid, also if like, if this kid were an adult male, is it okay for them to do this thing? Would it be a crime? So like when my four year old nephew in the middle of conversation just like pulls out his penis, you have to say no, you can't laugh. You can't laugh at these things cause he can't do that as an adult. That's a crime. Um, also, Oh, my nephew, this morning, uh, we were hanging out in my room and he picked up my phone and he goes, whoa, you don't have a passcode. And you can't say to a seven-year-old, yeah, I don't care if anybody sees my nudes. <laughs> honk, honk. Um, um, I think, I think that's all I want to say. Thank you. Yeah. Keep it going for Madeline Russell. Woo, that was great. 
Yeah, Mutiny Radio does have women comics. I don't know what you're talking about, Pam. We love They're women here. They're here today. I'm so excited. There's so many exactly. uh, women in the room, and it, it, nothing could make me happier. Yeah, your hair is so woman. long. I love your hair too. I would, cons- I would, I would, I would, I would, I would side you on any side. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm Exa- in. Taking one for the team. Good. Yeah. yeah. Half this room is women. If you can't count. Yay! Um, give it up for your next comic. Larry, uh, you need to start reading last names. I know it's Junior at the end. Larry, yeah. So your your curls work for you in the way I want them to. Because I want niggas to be scared of me, but I look like a Disney Channel character and shit. You look like you're like a couple days away from shooting some shit up. (laughs) Your shit is rough. Um... Yeah, my dad did, uh, we were friends on Facebook, and he blocked me. <laughs> I'm not even fucking joking. <laughs> that motherfucker blocked me, and he goes, I don't know how to unblock you, you know? So, yeah, um, what's up, man? Great to finally meet you. You know, you've seen me before, huh? Yeah, we're, you're the fucking guy on my friends you should know list every fucking day. <laughs> and I look, I go, I, we're comedians, we're going to run into each other. You too. I see you all the time. You see me? Yeah. Yeah. So why the fuck you niggas don't friend me, huh? You racist? (laughs) What kind of racist shit is this? You look like the grown-up version of Stewie from Family Guy. (laughs) And you fucking look like uh, the fucking high school werewolf uh, Michael J. Fox, motherfucker. Team Wolf. There you go. Thank you, OG. (laughs) He got my back. See, I love when OG black people have my back. OG black woman saved my life one time. Yes, she did. Shout out to my sister. Hiya. So um I I I'm born and raised here in Frisco. I was hopping I was hopping on the 14. And um so if y'all ain't from here from Frisco, the 14 after 12 a.m. is one of the best experiences for you. You're new here. Get on the 14 bus after 12 a.m. tonight. You'll have an experience of a lifetime. <laughs> Will I be safe? <laughs> like just you give it a shot. Um I, I used to tape the transfers together to make an all-day pass. That's some smart shit. And I'll just be like, scoop, scoop. And I'll try to walk on. Um, so one day I did it with an OG black dude with dreads, right? And I, I walked by him, and, I'm, and I went, scoop, scoop. And I tried to walk, and he was all like, hold on, young blood. Show me that transfer one more time. And I was all like, doop, doop. And I tried to keep going. He's like, no, 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 no. Hand me that transfer, young nigga. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> And I hand him the transfer. The whole bus is looking. And he goes, this nigga done taped the transfer. I have my head down. He's like, take your ass off the motherfucking bus. And I was like, damn, I'm about to get off a bus. And this OG black lady goes, leave that boy alone. (laughs) True story. Um, So it is holiday season. It's the holiday season. And uh, my favorite holiday is April Fool's. Uh, when I was in middle school here in San Francisco, I went to a hood-ass ghetto middle school. Motherfuckers with guns, hella shit. It was a crazy middle school. For April Fools, I faked a seizure on a field trip, and it was great. <laughs> the teacher, oh, oh my god! It was on Bart. Like everybody was fucking going crazy. I was like 12 years old. It was great. Um, but I want to. I, I want to make this clear. White people created April Fools. I have not. I've done no research. <laughs> But I know that this is the truth because niggas would never do that. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out, 
Was there April Fools during slavery? Like, <laughs> you're free. <laughs> oh my God, April Fools, nigga, get back to work. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I think they should deport Spanish-speaking dogs. Right? I try to communicate. I'm I'm Lat I'm 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 part Latino. I try to communicate with my grandma's dog. I can't fucking communicate with this motherfucker. Siéntese. It is my accent's fucked. I also think that police dogs should be Chihuahuas. I've always wanted to abuse a dog. Okay, no, no, okay. <laughs> but I will get off this stage and I will say this. I hope all you comics have the most fucking success, even if you don't fucking add me. I hope you all, I, I'm just fucking with you, bro. I, I, Casey, right? I'm fucking good. Uh, a white name. <laughs> I've been Larry Dorsey Jr. I wish you all the most success. Thank you. That was Larry Dorsey, yeah. All right, um, remember to donate to Mutiny Radio. This uh, place runs on your funds, and nothing sexier than dropping a fiver down that oh, or, or take a picture and post it to your Instagram saying something like, Mutiny Radio is so cool, and then tag us at Mutiny Radio SF. That's also worth $2 to me. That does that too, yeah. Social media, it's a thing. Technology's taking over, we're all gonna die. Give it up for your next comic, Brandon Torino, is he? Barbara, okay. Thank you, thank you, Brandon, all right. Hey, that's all right, I don't get my name confused. A lot of times the audience members get confused about my age. And it's not because I look that good, I just get up here, I act so fucking childish, it confuses them. <laughs> But I get confused, you know, sometimes like what people say, a lot of terms coming up. Somebody uh, tell me, are you woke, woman? Are you really woke? Well, I don't know. I got up about six, had my coffee, <laughs> had my errands. Oh, I must be showing my age. I looked tired. I thought I was woke. And then uh, one term is hella getting on my nerves. That term, hella. Oh, my God. We went to her show. She was hella funny looking, hella fine, too. Later we went out, we were hungry, had some tacos, they were hella delicious. People, please pick up a book. You're going to find a hell of a lot more adverbs. Stop it, stop it. Okay, I'll tell you today. I am in a polyamorous relationship. I said, let me figure this. Poly what? Okay, poly, many, amorous. Latin, amor, loves, many loves. Oh, I get it, you're a slut. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> and then my buddy Phil says, well, I am pansexual. Pam, you know, the only pan I know is a mythological goat boy. I said, Phil, I have been fucking goat boys. <laughs> he said, nah. <laughs> well, I've decided I am pansexual. <laughs> I like to fuck in the kitchen. <laughs> Just put me over that stove, baby, and rattle them pots and pans. We're gonna get pansexual tonight, yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, honestly, back in the day, we said some stupid terms too, you know, like, now that's the pot calling the kettle black. Later that evening, there was an intervention in the kitchen. The rest of the pans told the pot that interracial slurs would not be tolerated. Yeah. P 
people in glass houses should not throw stones. No shit, people in glass houses should hang curtains. Nobody wants to see what you're doing. <laughs> okay, and lastly, gentlemen, never ever tell a white woman a penny for your thoughts. We are relentless, we will go on and on. We can bring a grown man to his knees begging, baby, here's $100, just shut up, please. My name is Barbara Tarina, peace out, Mutiny Radio. First, I have to apologize to Barbara because I wrote the list and my writing is gross. And to switch out that microphone, that one, the XLR cable. But in a good note, um, this guy David Oliver bought us four new XLR cables. So next week, this will not be a problem because all the XLR cables will be normal. That should be, yeah, just switch what you were doing perfect. And that should be fine. Or switch the microphone itself. We'll see. Testing. That cool. should work better. Good. Okay. Yay. Yeah. You know, yesterday was national mic test day because it was one, two, one, two. Ha. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, give it up for Barbara Torino. Sorry. I'm 0 for 5 on names, but let's uh, keep going. But that was really funny. Woo. Uh, give it up for your next comedian, Oasis Rejected Net member. John Gallagher. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I just changed my name to Barbara Torino, so you're 0 for, you're 0 for 6, pal. Nice try, idiot. Got you. <laughs> guys, I'm feeling... No, thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I, I got to be honest. I was riding the bus earlier today. We were talking about bus stuff and, uh, you know, the classic thing. And uh, I'm riding on the bus, and I felt myself committing a tiny Bay Area crime. I think you guys know what I'm talking right about, right? I, I find myself doing a little bit of the old thing called manspreading. You guys know that? Yeah. I'm a real piece of shit. I'm sorry, okay? Listen, I'm tired. I sit down in that chair. I feel my taut, muscular legs go slightly astray, you know? My knees just knock right into the withered bird-like flesh of the old woman next to me. And our knees make contact and instantly I'm like, oh God, a Jezebel.com article is being written right now. Fuck, what am I gonna do? So I have to cover my tracks, right? I look at this lady and I go, excuse me, ma'am, I'm so sorry, I was manspreading, let me apologize to you. This lady looks back at me and she's shaking and she goes, what's manspreading? It's fucking 2019, lady. Are you gonna make me mansplain, manspreading to you right now, huh? You old whore, huh? And then I spit in her mouth. That's what you have to do. Yeah, ma'am, good. I, is, is, has anybody in here ever seen somebody get hit by a car? Yeah, you have? That's cool, they, uh, they walk away. They died? Ooh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I, uh, just, uh, I just saw, I was in New York, and I just saw somebody get hit by a car. This person did not die, to my knowledge, but they got, this lady wandered into the middle of an intersection, got fucking T-boned, flew in the air, hit the car again, fell down, and then got up and ran back the sidewalk and apologized for being hit by the car 
which to be honest, it's pretty embarrassing. You know, I mean, that can, you know, you got to not, you got to avoid those cars. You really got to stay on the side of the street. But the weirder thing is this. I forgot that I saw that until like earlier today, which you should remember something like that, right? And I was texting one of my friends. This is like one of the best parts about being friends with comics is I texted my friend. I was like, oh, fuck, dude. I just remembered like, I saw somebody get hit by a car and he's like, whoa, did she die? And I was like, well, she's dead to me. And then... <laughs> We both had a big laugh, you know? And the thing is this. I wish she could have heard that joke because, you know, laughter's the best medicine. Maybe she'd still be alive, you know? I don't know. Maybe she wouldn't need that ambulance. That is a joke, supposedly. I don't know. But not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not right now. But maybe one day. <laughs> I, have a, I, I just found out I have two, uh, two uh, gym memberships. Is that funny to everybody else? Yeah, that seems cruel. That's not a fair joke. Like, what are these gym memberships doing? Fucking nothing. Nothing at all. They're really not working for me at all, you know? I found out one of the gym memberships is to Planet Fitness. Do you guys like Planet Fitness? You know Planet Fitness? Yeah, that's right. Plan <laughs> Planet Fitness, that's the purple one. That's how you, you know, that's how you know it's a good-ass gym. <laughs> you know by the color. You know, it's a bad sign when your gym looks and smells like the McDonald's play place. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a bad gym. If your gym looks like the McDonald's play place, smells like a ball pit, and everybody inside looks like Grimace, that's a bad gym, guys. You don't want to go there. You need that extra gym membership just to work off the Planet Fitness grease. Think that. You need 24 hours of gym to work that off. Good. Remember when we were talking about that lady getting hit by a car? That was, that was pretty good. Okay, done. <laughs> Woo, that was great. Yeah. Uh, I got run over by a bike once. Did I mention that before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think that qualifies me. Anyway, uh, Kelly's not here, so give it up for your next comic, Sabrina Miller. Yeah. Keep it going for your host. Keep it going for your host, everybody. Here's a pre-roll from Mutiny Radio right here. It's the kind of pre that's the kind of pre-roll Pam likes right there. Let's give it up for Pam. Yeah. Give it up for Tony Sparks. Hi, Tony. It's good to see you. And uh, give it up for your wait staff. They're amazing. Yeah. Give it up for your bartender, everybody. No, there's no alcohol here. There's no alcohol. Homeless people drink a lot of alcohol. You know, I don't, I don't blame them. I don't blame them, though. I, I was at the BART station. I was, I was walking down the steps. I saw a homeless guy with a, with a very unique sign. Never seen it before. And it read, will accept spare change. Uh, no, will accept abuse for spare change. Swear to God, will accept abuse for spare change. And I'm like, well, you know, okay. So I walk up to him. I got like five minutes before my train. I'm like, uh, all right. I have one thing to say to you, sir. I ordered my steak medium well. You gave me a well done one. I, I want to speak to your supervisor, sir. And I was like, oh shit, I'm sorry. It's not your fault. It's the kitchen's fault. It's not yours. I'm sorry. Here's some, here's a dollar. So, okay, okay. I was in my, I thought it in my mind. I th thought about it in my mind. Um, I'm trying to be environmentally woke. You know, I'm always, I'm always looking for ways to reduce my carbon footprint. And uh, recently, I stopped training for a half marathon. 
So, hell yeah. That, that, that amount of exhaling is not responsible. That is not, yeah, running a ma half marathon is not very paleo, okay? Damn it. Uh, I don't have kids. I'm never going to have kids. A friend of mine, she asked, like, why, do, why don't you want kids? I said, well, because I want to reduce my carbon footprint. The last I checked, kids are high in carbon, so shame on you. So, so, you know, some people, they, they have to make the same mistake more than once. You know these people, they'll make the same mistake, like, you know, not once, not twice, but maybe like three times. And I, I, th I think that explains why my, my parents had such a large family. Um, yeah, birth control. Birth control is good stuff. I'm on Plan T. Have you heard, you've heard of Plan B, but you have, have you heard of Plan T? Plan transgender? It's great. In San Francisco, I can't afford Plan B. So that's my thing. Hmm. I'm angry about this next one. Fucking bathroom signs. Like this, the single occupancy uh, restroom signs. We have seen many different uh, iterations of these signs, little triangular signs. I mean, you, know, you go to one coffee shop and it has you know, the female symbol and the male symbol. And then right next to that, the handicap symbol. And then you go to another place, and it, it's got a sign that reads, you know, all God's children. I saw that one at a church. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Jesus was married. Jesus had a kid. What about God's grandchildren? What about God's great, 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 great? You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, it's not very woke, San Francisco. And what about God's estranged children? What about the atheists? So, uh, bam, I got a solution. I got a solution, a low carbon footprint sign, very simple, simple. All you need is three symbols, three symbols. First symbol, capital Y. Second symbol, capital O. Third symbol, capital fucking U. We want you to use our bathroom. Or as my friend uh, JP Poland said, they said, uh, why not us and them? I said, that's pretty fucking brilliant. Um, let's see, pretty much through everything here. Oh, oh yeah, I was talking about homeless people earlier, and uh, wh what do you think is the most fucked up thing that you could do to a homeless person? What do you think? Just throw them out there. <laughs> All right, well, almost as bad, that's probably the worst, almost as bad as that is giving a homeless person a gift card to Home Depot. I think that's the, that's the most fucked up thing you, you could ever do. Why do we have a Home Depot in San Francisco? It's in Bayshore. Why? We need an apartment depot. Apartment depot. And we, can, we have everything for your walk-in closet needs. It's just walk-in closet themed. Everything's stackable. All right. Uh, sexuality. Let's talk about that. I like to talk about that. Like, I, I identify as meh-sexual right now. You heard of, you heard of this, meh-sexual? It's like meh, eh, sexual. <laughs> Which means that as a meh-sexual, I, I kind of treat sex like a round-trip BART ticket to Hayward. Someplace I haven't been to in a while. <laughs> All right, uh, that... <laughs> That is it for me. I should end it on the homeless bet. Uh, all right. Give it up your host, everybody. Yeah, Sabrina Miller. Yeah. 
thank you for that pre-roll, the only kind of pre-roll alongside. I think someone donated a joint here before. That has happened. I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> uh, I identify as a meth sexual, yeah. <laughs> you ever just like wake and bake meth? It's not waking and baking. You just keep on doing meth because you never slept the night before. Anyway, uh, give it up for your next comic, Ryan Schooley. Or All right, thank you guys. I uh, I am getting ready to propose to my girlfriend tomorrow. That I'm gonna put a fucking date on it. Yeah, that's right. It's real now. Hell yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to coming back here next week and doing all my proposal jokes like it never happened. You know, that's the open micer's way. Um, so I'm getting ready to propose to my girlfriend. Uh, I don't know. I She wants pictures. She wants pictures of the actual proposal. Like she said, that's very important to her. So I'm looking, I've looked into photographers to, uh, to, to take pictures of like the big day. It's very expensive to hire a photographer for this because unlike a normal photo shoot, you know, they have to be sneaky, they have to be discreet and like hide in the bushes and shit, which is kind of ironic because that makes proposing to your girlfriend the one time in life it's convenient to be friends with a pervert, you know? <laughs> That's straight out of the pervert's playbook if you think about it. You go to a real photographer, he's like, I want $600 for this, not a penny less. You go to a pervert, he's like, I will do it for free if she's topless. That's, <laughs> you can make money if you give him the penny she's wearing. That's, actually, that's an actual fact. You can turn a profit on this proposal. Um, hell yeah, man. I, uh, <laughs> I was trying to figure out how I wanted to propose. Uh, so I was doing a little online research. Big mistake. Uh, that's not the place to find that shit. I found this one article called 67 Creative and Romantic Proposals. And I am 99% sure that guy wrote the title before he counted how many proposal ideas he had because the first few ideas are great. First idea, propose at a beach. Second idea, propose with a scavenger hunt. But the time he got to idea number 34, it was hire clowns. That was idea 34, which... I stopped at that point, but like if that's where you're at in the 30s, like imagine how fucked up that list gets when it gets into like the 60s, you know? It's like 34, hire clowns. 35, hire mimes. 66, murder her parents. 67, hire clowns to murder her parents. Yeah, man, I don't know. It's, it's weird proposing to your, your girlfriend. It's a very odd experience because you, you do things that uh, you wouldn't typically do in a relationship founded on trust. Like, I spent the last several months of my life uh, lying to her about where I'm going and, then, and sneaking around behind her back, which is kind of weird because uh, the skills it takes to stage a good, surprising proposal are the exact skills it takes to cheat on your wife. That's it. <laughs> I don't have a follow-up to that, but I'm glad you like that part of it. Um, I know, my girlfriend, I, I love her. I'm very happy to be with her. She's very supportive of my comedy career, but she is not very reassuring about my comedy career. You know? He's like, I get depressed about comedy. I've been doing comedy long enough where I don't feel good about it anymore. And sometimes I get depressed, and I, I, was, I was depressed the other day about it, and I, I was telling her, like, yeah, I don't know if, if I could do this. This is not this career. If you can call it that, it's not going very well. I, th I think I might quit. 
And I expected in the back of my head like she would give me like the rah, rah, go get it speech. Uh, instead, she texted me an article about career alternatives to stand-up comedy, which <laughs> I was not ready for that uh, brutally pragmatic uh, line of advice, you know? Like, in the movies, like, the husband or wife of the protagonist is always like, I will believe in you no matter what. My girlfriend is like, you should probably try improv. That's probably what. <laughs> All right, thanks. That was Ryan Schooley. That was great. Woo. All right. Um, <laughs> and um, that's a keeper over there. That is a keeper of a fiance or future fiance. You know, like if I had someone as important to make me stop doing comedy, maybe I wouldn't do as much meth. Anyway, give it up for your next comic, uh, Kelly Evans. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you. Thank you. Double tip. There we go. All right. I came with money this time, making everybody happy. Uh, you all know me. My name is Kelly. It's a girl's name. Let's get past it. Um, it does mean, <laughs> yeah, fuck it, whatever. Uh, school, school is not enjoyable. Middle school kids are demons. They're demon people. Fuck them. Uh, and they were like so mean to me all the time. Uh, not just kids. All, all Everybody at middle school. Basically, uh, I got told stuff like, oh, you got a girl's name, which means you're gay, you know? Or like, I bet you wear a dress. Yeah. I didn't enjoy homeschool. Is guess what I'm saying? Didn't enjoy homeschool parents were dicks still are i mean they're not dead i hope they do but anyway let's move my mom's actually no my mom's all right uh they are judgmental people my parents they're like judgmental about the way people use language uh which is strange because we're poor <laughs> like, they're poor it's a little hard to pull that off when you're poor you know like telling somebody <laughs> telling somebody that uh, irregardless isn't a word as you're asking them if they accept food stamps like that is so we, <laughs> it's like, maybe you shouldn't, I don't know, shut the fuck up. Um, man, the sound is really good today, huh? Yeah, all right. It's usually so quiet. Uh, my mom always did want to be like a cool mom, though, which means like uh, her favorite wine, uh, her favorite glass of wine is a box. And uh, <laughs> yeah, she uh, tried a little too hard. Like, I just feel like, <laughs> here's why, she like tried really hard to be a cool parent. And what I realized as I grew up, became an adult, is that cool parent just means bad parent. It just means like... <laughs> It's not a good parent, man. Like, I need help with these college applications, not rolling a joint. Like, can we stay on task, please? It's like, I just, I think that's why I don't want to grow up to be like my parents, although I, I am, I think, every day. It, it's like, you know, some people say that. Like, a lot of people say, like, I don't want to be my parents, and they mean, like, like I want to hug my kids or be okay with interracial dating. You know, like, that's what they mean. You know, what I mean is, like, I want to put my money in a bank account, not a hole in my mattress. You know, like, I don't want to cry every time the Packers don't cover the spread. Like, oh, there goes your college fund. What the fuck? <laughs> it's like, fucking David, damn it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, gamblers, fun people. Uh, I was thinking about this. My last girlfriend was like obsessive about wanting to be my best friend. Have you ever had a relationship like that? We're like, we need to be best friends. I'm like, I don't think you understand how male friendships work because you don't want me to be your friend. All right. Like, I don't think you're, seriously, they just, it's not like we can't be that. Right. Because like, I don't think you're going to be cool with me, like insulting the size of your genitals. You know, like you got a big pussy. Yeah. I'm going to fuck your sister. <laughs> Yeah, and then like pinch her nipple and tell her she's a piece of shit. You know, like it's not because that's what I do with my male friends. You know, that's uh, 
you know, it, and I don't, it, vice versa too. Like I'm never going to be able to listen to her stories the same way like her female friends will, you know, because it's my fault though, because just I, like, she just doesn't have as good of stories as I like, you know, like stories I like involve dragons and wizards and the matrix. Like, you know, you're not going to compete with that, with a story about how Stacy's been passive aggressive at lunch. Like that's not exactly as exciting as Gandalf, you know? <laughs> The thing is, like, my grandparents weren't friends. They barely even liked each other, all right? But they were married for 30 years, and they had something that was stronger than friendship, lack of birth control. Yeah. That will keep a marriage together. No? Is that where we lost you? <laughs> lack of birth control. All right. Well, truth is sad sometimes. Um, I, somebody actually here last week uh, was like, why don't you do jokes about racism? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like... You can't look like this and talk about racism on a stage, like, unless you're for it. And then that's a, that's a rally. That's not a stand-up set. You know, like, that's... Thank you, brother. Anyway, all right. I'm going to finish there. Thank you very much. I'm Kelly. These are all new jokes. Keep it going for Kelly Evans. Yeah! I don't want to be my, like my parents either, you know? Like, I... Um, but then I realized I don't want kids, which makes me just like my parents. Anyway, <laughs> uh, good up for your next comic, Dwat Mai. Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Hooray, folks. Um, okay. You know how bats get around using sound, right? Wouldn't it be cool if in the future we inject uh, a bat's DNA into blind people? And now they get around screaming. <laughs> like, oh! That way. Oh! Oh, a bat! Oh, missed me. <laughs> Sing to the library. Sir, if you're going to be inside, you got to use the cane. Can't be screaming in here. I'll do what I want. Oh! <laughs> Sir, were you screaming at me or were you trying to locate me to hit me? Because that would be illegal. Scene three, uh, wide open meadow. Oh, this is relaxing. I should do this more. Hey, you know, uh, China created a monkey and a pig mixed, right? They're going to harvest the organs, which begs the question, the ethical question, why do we eat pigs and not monkeys? Hey, a gorilla seems like it has a lot of meat on it, you know? Imagine that, gorilla tacos. But somebody goes, somebody goes, said, oh, we don't eat them. They're endangered. Well, that's why they're endangered. If we did eat them, then farmers would have bred them, and then we would be overrun. This just in, gorilla farm escapes, heading your way, armed with farm tools. Guy goes, men, here they come. We will not take a step back. Oh no, they got helmets. Run! <laughs> this just in, entire town massacred. Also, now is the perfect time to buy a home. Be like, hey, shh, I poisoned a banana. Uh, maybe it'll work. Three hours later, all the gorillas are laid out and they got stomach aches. You pick up the shovel, you motherfucker, you goddamn. Oh, shut the fuck up. This just in, hero saves town. Also, could be crazy. <laughs> Heading your way. Armed with farm tools and a helmet. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my... 
All right. All right. Hey, we all hate bullies, right? What about a creative bully, though? Right? He, he holds the mirror up to your face, and while you're looking at yourself, he hits you. Boom. <laughs> like, oh, that was kind of funny. Fucking asshole. Why you got to do that to me? Hey, I, I like to kill butterflies, but like, I don't like to crush them. I don't, I don't like to stomp them, you know? I like to preserve them behind glass cases so girls would like me. Look what I got for you. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, my brother's not so sweet. Look at this. The, the wings are all damaged. I think he stepped all over them. See? But look at me. <laughs> you love me because I preserve pretty butterflies. <laughs> hey, uh, my new thing, my new thing, after every time you guys laugh, I'm going to say thank you. <laughs> and if you don't laugh, no thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> this goes on forever. I've done it. I've done it. I did it like 15 minutes for like fucking <laughs> 15 minutes. Hey, um, one last thing uh, I got to say is that uh, I can, you know how people swallow swords? I can swallow my whole arm and then, yeah, and then like, wave out of my ass. <laughs> yes. Hey, when did I come up with that joke? 15 seconds ago. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious, right, Pam? Oh, the 15 second stuff. You guys don't know about the 15 second stuff. It is good. Anyways, hey, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye bye everybody. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys ready for your next comic? Yeah. Uh, give it up for Shelia Blonwu. Yeah. She knew she was up next. I gave her proper warning 15 seconds ago. Hey guys, uh, my name is Stella. Stella. It's a pretty. It's, yeah, Stella's a very famous dog name. Um, I actually don't like dogs, and <laughs> that's another way I know that I'm not like a full lesbian, you know? That's a thing that they do, so I'm just like on the buy border. Um, Kelly was talking about how people like don't want to be like their parents. I'm very far removed from my parents. See, my mom, she's a pastor, so that's why I turned out this way. Uh, for like, you know, regular parents will have birth control for their children, they'll give them the talk. My mom instead prayed the dick away, you know? She would start off like, ah, I'm Nigerian. Let us sit as a family. And she starts praying like, oh God, if any, any man tries to defile my children, kill him. And that's like a normal prayer. And she like ended the encryption with like speaking in tongues and shit. And I just like went through the day like, okay, like I'm protected. Um, and I think I've killed a lot of people in my, my lifetime. You know, I'm just living the true ghosting story at this point. But now I got this IUD thing. It's a T-shaped device. So I like to think it's my crucifix. I'm still staying close to home. You know, Jesus is still in me. <laughs> Um, but my mom has some savage moments. Like, I think that's some parts that I take from her. Like, she saw my nose ring, and she's like, oh, wow, I did not realize I raised a cow. <laughs> and, and she just be, like, roasting my friend. She's like, oh, what's your friend's name? The ugly one with the fine husband. And I'm like, what? And I realized that's how I pick my friends. You know, it's like, if you guys do some shady shit, I'm like, I, I see you doing some shady shit. I like it. Like, we, we can vibe, you know? Um, it's, it's also the fact that I just like, I like to know about people's drama because I'm, I, I don't know, I'm bored. 
and it's always entertaining for me, so I thought, like, why not? Maybe I should be a therapist or something. Speaking of therapists, uh, my therapist is leaving me for Facebook because she's going to get paid double. And I told her, you know, honestly, I might not be alive this time next year, but I respect your hustle. You know, <laughs> get that bag, sis, you know? Um, do you ever see old people in a presidio, old white people, and think, damn, I just really want to get into that estate? Um, I'm a student, so any money, any money's good. Uh, I'm in grad school right now, um, so I'm jaded by design. I, <laughs> I'm researching Alzheimer's disease, so it's really important. I have a really, you know, personal um, motivation for it. I just really want the, I want to find a medication for it because I want these old white people to remember the shit they did. You know, you're not getting off easy. No one's safe. Um, I don't care about you remembering that your grandkids are not your kids. I just want you to remember the shit you did, Francis, you know. <laughs> Simple things. Um, another thing about growing up in Nigeria is that I, there was not constant electricity, so a lot of times when I'm watching TV, it just like dips it and does it. It's like, I'm just gonna see snippets of different things. And so I think at a very young age, I really mastered the art of edging, if you, if you think about it. Uh, so it's also like living in San Francisco, it's cold, you know, I'm like, do I even have friends? I used to think I had a lot of friends and now um, I realize that most of my texts actually come from Walgreens. And it's, it's okay though, because I'm gonna seize the moment. I just call up Walgreens, I'm like, hey, you up? Because uh, if you're not 24 hours, I can hit up CVS, like those receipts are, I don't know, super long. They, they give me those love letters, so I'm just going where, I'm an equal, <laughs> equal opportunity lover, so. Um, but yeah, I'm single right now, um, and it's cool, so hit me up after the show. <laughs> um, I've been Stella, um, thanks, for, thanks for having me. Give it up for Stella, yeah. She is doing way more important shit than all of us. Alzheimer's, goddamn. Okay. That I just gotta I just gotta chime in and say that that uh, U, that UTI not UTI U IUD joke is fire. That is great. That was great. I mean, an I and a UTI is fire. But your joke about the UTIs was fire. <laughs> IUDs are also kind of fire, huh? They kind of, I'd imagine they hurt a lot. Only when you pull them out. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, ready for your next comic? Give it up for Michael. Got two more, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Give it up for your host. Um. Yeah, I do have a lot of religious influences, too, in my life. My, my roommate's religious. We were talking about heaven and hell. And he said, Michael, if you don't believe in heaven or hell, you're going to go to hell. I'm like, Josh, you're gay. Um, we're still going to be roommates in hell, so we're both going to hell. Um, but yeah, it's, it's weird that in Christianity, they have Christian rock. How about like in Buddhism, like Buddha rock, like... Buddha, 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 rocking everywhere. Buddha, 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 rocking everywhere. You know that one song? Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Buddhist, Buddha rock. Uh, I look like a poor national student, some people say. Yeah, sad. And I go, to, I go grocery shopping at Smart and Final. They, they sell 120 eggs 
for like $20, which is like 10 cents per unit. It's pretty crazy. And I went home, I, I got on a bus, got this big box of eggs. It was, was kind of weird. And then I was just super excited to go home and cook some eggs. It was, I cooked some eggs, it was excellent. Um, I got in like an existential crisis, like eating those eggs. Excellent. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I go to SF State right now, um, taking this bio class, and we were talking about eggs. And th they said you can't make eggs after the age of 50, which is crazy. Like, what about bacon, though? Like, can you still make bacon at 50? Like, <laughs> incomplete breakfast, yuck, you know? Malnourishment, boo. Um, but yeah, going to state, it's like pushing my, my knowledge limits. And I, I think I'm, I'm a type of person that pushes my limits. No boundaries, right? Try to go over your perceived notions of yourself. And I think I'm, I'm that type of dude because I'm an alcoholic, you know? No limits. Um, another dude I studied in class, um, we're, we're studying like gay history. And I, I can't believe that Isaac Newton the law of gravity guy, like, was gay. Pretty gay, yeah. And he was kind of an asshole to the other scientists, which would make sense, because he had a dick up his ass all the time. He was pretty anal about things. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of legends, like, nowadays that, like, died. Like, Michael Jackson died, right? Prince, right? All legends are dying. We still got some, like, Michael Jordan's still alive, you know? Um, Dave Chappelle's still alive, right? Right? Some other legends still alive. Um, Bill Cosby, you know? <laughs> Rape legend. Um, that dude's still alive. But yeah, my, I've been dating this one girl, and we went on a date at Stowe Lake. Pretty romantic spot. You can rent a boat and, like, you know, row, 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 row your boat. <laughs> And we were just rowing, and then I thought it was, it was our 10th day, so I thought it was the time to ask her the question, because like, the sun was shining, it was red, orange, and yellow, like all the colors of the sun, red, orange, and yellow. And like, the grass is green, Stowe Lake was green, I don't know why Stowe Lake was green, Stowe Lake. Um, but yeah, I thought it was the perfect time to ask her the question. It's been 10 dates, time to ask her the question. Can I bust on your face? Um, I'm kidding, I asked her if she wanted to do anal. So now we do anal. Um, <laughs> but she says that it's not the size of your dick that matters, Michael. It's like the motion in the ocean. I'm just kidding. I say that to myself. Right? You know, I say that to my two-inch assassin right before, uh, <laughs> right before I go in and assassinate that pussy. Um, <laughs> two-inch assassin. But yeah, it said if, if you make a girl laugh, you can make her do anything. But she still doesn't eat my ass. Like, you're still trying, y'all trying to eat ass? No. That's kind of weird. All right, I'm going to give it to your host. Give it up for your host. Woo! Give it up for Michael, everybody. He wants you to know that he eats ass and he's proud of it. That's right, everybody. He eats ass. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you guys ready for your next comic? Yeah. Give it up for Rob Edwards. Woo! What's up, what's up? How y'all doing? Good. I'm pretty fucking tired, you know? Didn't work all day. 
I don't understand that phrase, you know, big dick energy. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, cause I have a huge dick, but I be tired as fuck, like all the goddamn time. You know what I mean? Somebody pointed out to me somebody who they thought had big dick energy, and I knew the dude, and I was like, baby, I, think, I don't think that has anything to do with his dick. I think that has to do everything with the cocaine he did in the bathroom. That's cocaine energy. If Red Bull gives you wings, cocaine is jet fuel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My, my love life gets pretty slow around this time of year. You know, uh, I start ghosting people so I don't have to buy them shit. It's, yeah. They call me the Phantom Menace. Like, I mean, like, fucking name me after a Star Wars movie. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's usually from, like, Black Friday to, like, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, you know, Christmas, I'm just being cheap. But Valentine's Day, I never understood Valentine's Day, so I just never really got behind it. You know, like, growing up, I would watch it, the, like, you know, watch, like, stuff about, like, who's the mascot for Valentine's Day, right? It's Cupid. It's Cupid, right? Like, the baby angel or whatever. Is he, like, someone's abortion? Like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Which, which is ironic, like, he would be the angel of love when someone clearly didn't love him. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's crazy. You know, and he would... You know, he, he would have arrows and he would shoot people with these arrows, you know, and they would fall in love, almost like against their will, you know? And I'm like, if we're gonna support this, then why is Bill Cosby in jail? You know what I'm saying? Those Quaalude Lace Pudding Pops were his love arrows, you know what I mean? So you have to decide what side are you on? Is he the angel of love or the angel of date rape? You know what I'm saying? That, mu that, that might be what, he was a date rape baby and now he's haunting the world, running around, making other date rape babies. It's fucked up. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, and then, you know, I, I studied, I, like, I looked up what Valentine's Day was about, and originally it's, it's about, like, fertility, which I don't know if you've been on the freeway, we don't need any more fucking people. You know what I'm saying? Traffic is a problem. Like, I was completely on Thanos' side, you know what I mean? Like, I play music in my car trying to get him to snap his fingers. You know what I'm saying? Like, snap your fingers and do your step, like I'm doing all that shit in my car trying to get half the people to disappear, you know what I'm saying? Like the shit is crazy, bro. And then like, you know, if you look up what Valentine's Day was originally about, like it's, it's kind of crazy, like it was a fertility like little ritual they would do where they would like sacrifice animals and turn them into like, I don't know, contraptions and kind of like beat women with it or some shit. It was weird, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, and it, if you're okay with BDSM, that's fine. You live your life, you know what I'm saying? But you didn't have to turn the cat into a butt plug. That's, that's unnecessary, you know what I'm saying? It's just crazy to me. And <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, what, else, what else? Did I have anything else? Uh, no, I think that's all I wanted to work on today. All right, y'all have a good one. Keep it going for Rob Edward. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I don't have big dick into energy. I have big dick potential. That's a physics joke. Okay. <laughs> All right. Get up for your next comic, uh, Kyle Morrissey. Yeah. How am I supposed to follow that intelligence? I'm not that smart. Jesus. Uh... All right, I think I'm kind of smart. I'm all right. I'm I'm smart enough. I think I'm smart in dumb ways. In some some ways, like uh, my brain will make connections that make complete sense to me before I realize 
I don't have all the information. Like when I was a kid, I'd heard the word euthanasia, but I didn't know what it meant. And so I thought euthanasia meant youth in Asia. And so whenever people were like, oh, we have a problem with euthanasia, I was like, oh my God, Asia has too many kids. <laughs> we gotta, that must be why China has its one child policy. That, that's so progressive. Uh, these other Asian countries really need to get ahead of this. Um, I thought euthanize meant like unionize, but for children. So when they're like, hey, we can't let anybody euthanize, I was like, well, at least give these kids a chance, you know, to, to euthanize themselves, at least. Like they deserve, they deserve representation. <laughs> uh, I heard about how high Japan's suicide rate is. I was like, oh, it's too late. They're already adults. Um, uh, I've never hit a woman. Thank. All right. I was expecting a little more applause. There, there we go. Um, uh, not for any personal belief. I just have never been in a situation where it was necessary. Uh, I, I, which is weird because I thought I would be. Like as a young boy, it's just pushed on you so much. Like, don't hit, never hit a woman. Whatever you do, don't hit a woman. Is is like as if something was gonna happen. Or like, like I just expected growing up, I was gonna always be in situations where I was avoiding the temptation to hit women because of how much they warned us. Like, whatever you do, I remember my dad telling me that and I, and I was in like eighth grade. I was like, I weigh 90 pounds. Like, I could probably hit whoever I want. <laughs> Nothing's gonna happen, you know? As long as I can deal with the physical consequences, I can probably start swinging. Uh, but that, that never happened. So I was confused by the time I went to college and women started hitting me. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm very fortunate though. Cause I, I, I ended up developing a kink for it. Um, which is like, cause typically when I got slapped by a woman, it meant in about 10 minutes we were going to be having sex. Uh, so I developed a Pavlovian like response to toxic relationships. Um, but yeah, I mean, I developed a kink for it. That's really the only thing you can do. You can only do one of two things if women slap you. Either you develop a kink for it or you brutally murder them. Uh, <laughs> like, if you want to keep any self-respect, like, those are your only two options. Um, yeah, let's see. All right, cool. Um, I, uh, um, we're all addicted to our phones. Um, Cody's making that very clear. Uh, trying to make this about me and he's, you know, making it about him. Uh, but, uh, my, uh, it's like my primary activity now. Like it used to be like I was doing something on, Oh, I'm going to look at my phone and now it's, I'm on my phone. How am I going to figure out how to go to the bathroom? Like, like I, I sit down to pee so much now that it should be gender neutral. Like sitting down to pee should be gender neutral. Uh, the world isn't ready for that, though. I do it in public, but I still got to act like I'm taking a shit in a public restroom when in reality I'm just on Instagram like, oh, they got engaged. <laughs> oh, all right. Thank you very much. Kyle Morrissey, everybody. Oh, no, don't go. We miss you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we love you. Come back and yeah.
Anyway, are you guys ready for your next comedian? Yeah! Give it up for Cody Abe! Alright. I, uh... I hate my job. Uh, gra- yeah, 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 yeah. I graduated with a degree in computer science, and what I'm doing, I'm very overqualified for. Uh, I do customer service, and I realize that customer, I can't do it. Like, it's not meant for me because uh, you have to be one of two things to be cus- to do customer service. You have to either be a sociopath or a complete bitch. <laughs> Like you have to be able to just look, either look at somebody in the face every day and say, hi, how are you doing? And with like just dead behind the eyes, just completely there looking at them without any emotion. Or you have to be like, oh yes, sir, I will suck your dick if you want me to. Would you like me to do that for you? Uh, I will sit on my face, ma'am, because that's what you, uh, that's, I'm just dirt to everybody. Like that's, that's one of the two things. And yeah, I do have a, very marketable degree, though, computer science. I realize, though, that it's only marketable t- uh, to two demographics, and that's uh, Indian men and g- white guys who don't have sex. Like, those are the two that they're pretty marketable for. Because, um, like, what's more marketable than uh, the prospect of losing your visa or making a nut? You know, like, one of those two things will get you to, to find that job and for companies to trap you and keep you there your whole time. Like, you know, it's more marketable than... Uh, Ranjit, we're gonna have you. Uh, you're gonna have to finish that function by Monday. Otherwise, uh, you might be going home this week. <laughs> you know, or like, hey, uh, hey, Connor, uh, can you finish that function? Because if you do, you're looking at a promotion, and then you might get laid by Stacy in, in marketing. You know, like that's, like those are the two options for me. I chose none of them because I have nothing to lose. And I, <laughs> when you have nothing to lose, tech companies don't want you. You know, they're they're just like, what is this guy? Like he's here, uh, and he's happy. Okay, uh, he he he's working hard at his job because he wants to. We can replace him with somebody that has to. <laughs> All right, I'm just going in on the tech industry right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a TED talk. It's not. A, it's, it's. 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 Is it funny or is it just like people are agreeing with me? I can't tell. Uh, okay. Um. All right. Scratch that bit. Never doing that one again. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I probably will. It's fun to. T- <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> uh, so uh, I. Uh, they say. Uh, they say baking is science and cooking is jazz. Uh, I suck at cooking, so that means I'm listening to a lot of jazz, and uh, by that I mean ordering a lot of Postmates. You know, that's that's great. It's because I'm a millennial, ordering a lot of Postmates. I'm also a hypochondriac, and uh, I'm a millennial hypochondriac. And what that is, is it's like a normal hypochondriac, but instead of going to the doctors all the time, I just stay at home and wait to die. Uh, that's what I do. I don't have health insurance. Uh, I do. I don't know how it works. Can anybody explain that to me? Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I do order Postmates a lot. Uh, it's 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 a habit. I do like eating at restaurants and stuff like that. I I I sometimes get in trouble for the places I want to go to. Uh, I I I tell my friends all the time, like, hey, let's go to Chick Fil A, and they're always they always say, hey, dude, did you know that uh, the Chick Fil A CEO is against uh, gay marriage? And I'm just like. Was well, he gonna be at that Chick Fil A? Because if he is, then I, if he isn't, then I think we're good. Like I don't know. I think he wanted to marry me. Is that 
I'm not gay, but like I think that's the sign of like he just really wanted to. I don't know. Maybe if he has good health insurance, that'd be fine. All right, not worth that callback. I learned that today. Okay, thank you, everybody. Give it for Cody Abe, yeah. Uh, I'm a computer science major, except I go to community college, which uh, all my classmates are single mothers. It's great. <laughs> you can join that sorority. Anyway, uh, give it up for your next comic. It's uh, KC Case, Case, KC Koenig. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Uh, awesome. Happy Friday, everybody. Woo, good to see you. Uh, do you really go to community college? Awesome. I always feel like my experience with community college is that of confusion. Just everybody there is confused at all times, right? Like, you're on your first semester, you're just like, oh, I don't know where to go. I'm new to this campus. And then if you're like that 50-year-old in your art class or whatever, like, you're just like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Why am I here? <laughs> Will I find meaning? No. Uh, <laughs> how you guys doing? Good? All right. Good energy? Energy, um, <laughs> sorry, I, I have low energy. I didn't have any coffee. Um, let's see, what do I want to talk to you guys about? Um, one of my favorite things in San Francisco at the moment is to look at businesses that are very obviously money laundering places. Like, it's a lot of fun pointing them out to people. You're just like, how the hell does that grandfather clock store <laughs> stay open? <laughs> Um, my favorite one is uh, this one store. It, it was like a VHS and DVD <laughs> rental place, which was amazing because it's 2019. Like they didn't even, like they're not even trying to like cover it up really. <laughs> like they didn't even bother turning on the lights, but they're open. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Uh, I don't know, I, I feel like it might be kind of a nuisance for them too, just to like, if an actual customer showed up and tried to buy something, that, that's gotta be rude, right? <laughs> to have some guy walking in going like, hey, do you guys have a copy of Home Alone 2? It's like, dude, get, get the fuck out of here. We're trying to run a business. <laughs> Unless you want cocaine. Do you want cocaine? Then we can talk. <laughs> um, all right, you guys, this is, it's it's sad and it's December and it's dark. So do you guys care if I go into some 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 dark stuff? Would that be fun? Okay, I got a couple subjects. Uh, one of them involving animals. I love animals, um, but I don't care if they die that much. That's just how it is. Like I have. I mean, I think that's fair. I love my grandma, and <laughs> I mean. Right? I love myself, and it's like, I don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, um, I was on Twitter uh, earlier today, and I saw this guy uh, mention that this, uh, I can't even remember what the name of it. It was like a turquoise, like turquoise whale or something that like died and is now in, in, like extinct. And I was like, you know, intellectually, I can be like, oh, that's terrible. What's the world coming to? But then in my heart, I'm just like, all right. <laughs> As it turns out, like, you know, turquoise whales don't really affect my life. <laughs> like, like, I just selfishly like knowing that they're around now that they're, I didn't even know that they existed like two seconds ago. <laughs> I'm supposed to act like I'm like <laughs> torn up about it. Um, 
Even even the animals that I do like, I have to I have to admit, it really wouldn't matter that much. It's kind of like grandma. Like if pandas like went extinct, like shit would stay the same. I could still go to Panda Express. They're not on the menu. It'd just be awkward to explain it to people. It'd just be like, what's what's that animal on the logo? It's like, don't ask about that. We, we. <laughs> There's a reason why you have to bring your own bag here. That's. <laughs> Yes, that's the response that I wanted. Yeah. Oh my God, he said something that's in his heart. Okay, uh, <laughs> uh, I think uh, body positivity in advertising is great. No, I'm not gonna be a dick and make fun of it. I think it's awesome. I, I know that just sounds like I'm about to make fun of it. <laughs> uh, I do actually have a body positivity conspiracy though. Because I noticed that a lot of brands, like you know, like Dove had that one commercial about body positivity, and and like a bunch of others. And uh, I was thinking to myself, you know, if I were in advertising, I'd be all about this too. It's just like, like you know, if I worked at McDonald's, I'd be like, yes, body positivity. <laughs> fat people need to keep eating our stuff. Like, be fat and be proud and keep coming to our business, please. <laughs> That's just more stuff for us to sell. Wow, that was really not fun, dark. Okay. Um, what I'm trying to say is that I've been gaining a lot of weight in this last, uh, well, half year. I started, I started at uh, 168, and now I'm at like 182. Yeah, man. I gained a lot. And so uh, I think this is just like the self-flagellation that I needed. That's not even a bit. It's just, I think you're just entering my mind. All right. Have a nice Friday. <laughs>
Uh, and like to prepare myself, I got an STD test before I had sex. Um, because I figured I was the guy. You know, you might have people who are like born with syphilis, and I figured I was one of those people. Um, but yeah, that STD test was a no-op, you know, because uh, I haven't had sex yet. I mean, I hadn't had sex. The truth comes out. Uh, <laughs> fuck, Freudian slip. It's fine. Um, and so it cost me like $241, right, for the STD test. Um, and then, um, like, uh, it almost made me wish that the test results came back with a positive result, you know, just to make the money worth it. Um, like, why is gonorrhea twice as expensive as syphilis? It doesn't make any sense. What's so special? Um, but guys, um, you know, the, the test results did come back and uh, negative for every single STD. So, you know, girls can come and get it, you know. Uh, come and not get it, you know. <laughs> Thanks, Pam. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's kind of hard because, like, uh, I tried to talk to my mom about my dating life. Um, and uh, she's um, she's supportive, but at the same time, she's not supportive. Like, I was into this Canadian girl, and she was like, good for you, Vishak. Uh, but turns out she wasn't into me, and I told my mom. And she's like, good for me. Um, okay, that, does, that joke doesn't work unless you understand what Indian moms are like. Like, I feel like every criminal investigation team needs to have an Indian mom as an interrogator, because I feel like an Indian mom can like emotionally blackmail any criminal into doing or saying what they want them to say. <laughs> Thanks. That's like, okay, that's cool. I taught you something about my culture. That's, that's, that's what I want to do. I want my things to be educational. Uh, <laughs> but uh, my mom has a couple of qualms. Like she's like, uh, that's a love word I learned yesterday. Q-U-A-L-M. Um, like she feels that I don't talk to her enough, you know? And like time zones are fucked up because like my mom lives in Dubai. And so I've, sometimes I stay up because I need to talk to her. So yeah, most of my jokes are about sex, but then I sprinkle in these like wholesome things to fuck with their head. Um, but uh, yeah, my mom actually has a problem with my jokes. She's like, Vishak, why do you only talk about SEX, drugs, and alcohol? Uh, yeah, my mom is too wholesome to actually use the word sex. Um, that wouldn't like bode well with her character. And I'm like, yeah, mom, I would like to talk about other things, you know, because I would very much like the attention, uh, <laughs> which is why we do comedy. Um, the last joke that I want to end with is this. Uh, my my friend's in town, and uh, I was so excited for him to visit that I bought him a queen-sized blanket for the twin-sized bed in the guest room. Um, and then we went out one night, and uh, he met this girl, and they hit it off, and he brought her back home, and uh, I brought myself back home. Uh, and they, she spent the night, and that made me kind of mad because that blanket was meant for him. Um, <laughs> I like the the beginning of a laugh there. That's I'll work in that. Thanks, guys. He's got a guest room. He's got a guest room. Woo! Yeah, give it up for Vasak Nair. Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys watched Marriage Story? You guys, anyone? I, this has nothing to do with anything. I just want to watch. By like show of hands, how many guys watch Marriage Story? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, there was like a whole monologue. Is like something like moms don't have sex. Was like the whole Laura Dern like had that thing where like it's all based on the Virgin Mary. Anyway, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I took some of Pam's edibles. I'm really stoned. Um. <laughs> 
Uh, are you guys ready for your next comic? Uh, Marcy's not here, so I guess we're going with Julia. Yeah. Hi. Hey. How you guys doing? I'm Julia. I'm a millennial. I know. I hate me too. Hashtag me too. Hashtag not all millennials. But yeah, I'm 26 or two 12-year-olds and a two-year-old for all the pedophiles in the room. Yeah. But yeah, like most millennials, I'm really into astrology. I like to blame all of my bad personality traits on my star chart. You know, I, for example, am a Gemini uh, with an alcohol rising, and my moon sign is an irresponsible slut. So, that's great. No, um, like any good red-blooded American, I blame all my bad physical, uh, all my bad uh, personality traits on my mother. So, you know, that's more apt. But yeah, my mom, um, wait, first, is there any Chilean moms in the house? No? Good, because you guys are crazy bitches. Yeah, my mom's from Chile, and I had to like crazy bitch whisper her my entire life. Like, I had to be like, mom, I totally understand, and I, and respect the fact that you want dad dead right now, but it's Thanksgiving. Let's wait till Christmas to throw the knives, okay? Yeah, that's much more festive. But yeah, my dad, um, he's from Germany, and um, he's like very, very Euro trash. Like he dresses like a European soccer coach, like way too much like jewelry. Um, he owns like six ascots, three pairs of acid wash jeans, and seven cowboy boots. That's a gay amount of cowboy boots, you know? But yeah. Um, currently, right now, I am working at a startup. I know, it's like, it's like I said, hail Satan just now, it's great. But um, yeah, I basically, my job is just to deal with white women named Karen yelling at me all day. Yeah, it's great. And I'm not equipped to deal with that, you know? I'm a mess, okay? There's two types of women in this world. Women that wear panty liners and women that don't. The women that wear panty liners, they have their shit together. They got that app, they know. I'm in the other camp. I forget I even menstruate until I wake up in a pool of my own blood thinking, oh, it's June now. Yeah, but yeah. At my work, uh, I will say the one thing that gives me joy is my office AJ. Like everyone has their own office AJ. You know that bitch that won't stop talking about her Tinder brunches? Yeah, the one that does like two things and calls it a day. Yeah, the one that like, you would be sad if she got fired because then you don't have anything to bitch about anymore. Yeah. My AJ, she's awful. Um, she's from Stockton, enough said. You know, she's like a polyamorous, like, sloth of a garbage gutter trash person. You know, she's just hot bitch monster, okay? Um, she's just a total mess. Um, but yeah, you know, she's like one of those girls that, you know, she's like a thought. That hoe over there, you know, the one that when you're trying to deal with her, you're going through a thought process. The one you want to call the thought police on. But yeah. Um, 
Thank you guys so much. You've been fantastic. Okay, bye. Keep it going for Julia Wenzel. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, Mutiny Radio does love women. That's right. Yeah, we have women comics, and we don't hate them as much as Pam likes to suggest. (laughs) (laughs) I don't hate women. I just like men better. (laughs) And also, uh, remember to donate to Mutiny Radio. And also, if you can't donate to Mutiny Radio, please take a picture and post it on your Instagram. It will really go well with whatever your feed is. I learned what the word feed means. It's like when you like look at all your Instagram posts together and like how it goes all together. It's like, whoa, social media, technology taking over. We're all going to die. Your next comic is also a woman and also really funny. Give it up for Rachel Pinson. <laughs> Two women in a row. We're killing it. <laughs> I didn't know I was next until he said another woman. Yeah, everybody make some motherfucking noise if you can't think of a better way to start off my set. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Me neither. Fuck yeah. Man, I've been running around all day doing a bunch of shit, feeling anxious as fuck. Anybody else feel anxious as fuck? I just can't wait until I'm depressed again. Because then I won't have to do anything. I won't even have to get out of bed. It's going to be a really good day. Do you ever look at pictures of yourself on stage and you're like, damn it, I shouldn't have wore all that fat that day. Like, what was I thinking? <laughs> what was I? But then I remember, like, I'm a woman, and it doesn't matter. When you're a woman, it doesn't matter if you think you're too thin or you think you're too fat or you think you're too tall or too short or if one of your boobs is bigger than the other, if your ass is flat or if it's really fat. Like, you will still get sexually harassed on the street. You know, like no matter what you look like, there's a fetish porn out there for exactly who you are. Yeah. Uh, My moms were drug counselors and we didn't go to church, but they would take me to AA meetings every week. Every week we would go to AA meetings together. And I really thought that the term alcoholic was a synonym for adult. Because every adult I know is like, hi, I'm Jim, I'm an alcoholic. And then I grew up and I realized, like, I was right. I was right all along. It is a synonym for adult. Oh, man. I hear about everyone's dicks all the time. Anyone else hear about dicks and porn at every open mic they ever go to ever, always, forever, and ever, and on? I'm pretty sure I have a good mental image of what most of the dicks in here look like. Yeah. It's kind of like if I came up here and I started talking about my tits, you know, like, yeah, kind of hack, you know, because I've had double D's since like seventh grade and I'm afraid to jog. Anyone else in here afraid to jog? I'm afraid if I start jogging that my tits are going to fly up and smack me in the face, give me two black eyes, then everyone's going to want to be my boyfriend. That's not fucking fair. Sometimes I don't wear a bra, but that's just because I want my tits to sag. I want them to sag. I want them to get longer and longer. I want them to go past my belly button so someday I can just throw them over my shoulder like a continental soldier. And then my back won't hurt as bad anymore. Because like right now I have like coffee tables sized tits for people to do coke off of. But someday I'm going to have like a long Thanksgiving banquet table for the whole family to do coke off of. Yeah. Titties. Titties. Okay. Yeah. I'm from Ohio originally. When I came here, I realized like people are so sensitive when it comes to language. Like really, I can't use the R word anymore. 
anytime I call someone a Republican, they get so offended. They get so mad. Like, don't call. Maybe it's because they put a retard in the White House. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Pam. Oh, man. What else did I have to say? There was like this bit about being half lesbian. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, that's all I want to say. Thanks, everyone. That was Rachel Pinson. Whoa, that was really funny. Even those, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I too am afraid to jog, you know? That just, because um, I'm afraid my big dick will slap me in my back. <laughs> anyway, are you guys ready for your next comic? Also very funny. Give it up for Ernest Evangelista. guys doing cool it's friday it's raining we don't have enough money to buy presents so we're gonna do comedy am i right guys yeah don't support christmas jesus isn't real and if he was real he was born on july because palestinian uh winters are too cold um hey guys how you guys doing Cool, guess what? I've been three months sober. Yeah. Yeah, I stopped doing drugs like cocaine mainly because my son. My son stopped selling me cocaine. He's like, I can't move this coke across the border for you, Dad. They keep stopping me. Do you know what's happening on the border? Okay, let's not talk about it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I stopped doing drugs. So now I have new hobbies in my life. My new hobby is to watch rich people overdose <laughs> and feel better about myself. It's pretty hilarious. It's pretty funny. Like, did you hear about that rapper who died? Do you know that story about Juice World? Fucking funny shit. <laughs> hilarious. He was like, oh shit, the cops are coming for him on his rich, fancy, private plane. And he was like, shit, the cops are coming. I need to take all these drugs. And he took them. He took all these. These rappers get into crazy shenanigans, man. It's hilarious. He was bleeding out of his mouth. Funny shit. It's like he ate his girlfriend's period, like I did last night. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. I don't know. Um... But yeah, man, uh, I like watching the show Intervention, you know, just to think of like, man, if I only stuck to drugs, I couldn't have been on TV, guys. <laughs> could have been something, man. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, it's really cool. A lot of people wonder, hey, Ernest, why do you wear your mustache so curly like this? And I tell people that this is my John Wilkes Booth look. Mainly because I'm thinking about assassinating a sitting Republican president. Someone got mad at me at a show once because I said that. And he was like, you're going to kill Lincoln? And I said, sitting. Sitting Republican president. I'm not killing Lincoln. He's, he's lying down in the grave. Um, but yeah, man, I got in trouble for doing cocaine once outside a bar. 
And then a security guard came out to me and I was like, hey, man, stop doing that shit. And I was like, hey, man, why don't you shut the fuck up? You sound like a real cop right now. Hey, dude, prove to me you're not a cop by doing this cocaine. It turns out he was a cop. And then I got arrested for cocaine possession. You guys ever got arrested for cocaine possession? And you had to show up in court the next day and you're doing cocaine the other night? You're like, fuck, I'm out of cocaine. I should take some acid. And you go to court tripping balls on acid, and you look the judge in the eye, and while your eyes twitching, and you say, please don't hurt me, daddy. He's like, fuck you, 30 days. And you go to jail for 30 days. You guys ever been to thir- jail for 30 days? I like jail. It lear- I learned a lot about myself in jail, mainly my worth as a man. In jail, I'm about worth two packs of cigarettes, a pair of honey buns. That's the name that they call me, honey buns. And you guys have a good night. That's Ernest Evangelista, everybody. Yeah. Uh, are you guys ready for your possibly final comic of the night? Is there one more? Anyone? Okay, cool. Uh, give it up for Starler Burns. Thank you. How is it going, mutiny? Should I do some good material? Oh, 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 oh. What was that, Beethoven? No. I don't know classical music. Fuck music. We can all agree on that. So should I do some good material tonight or some bad material? Some good material. No. (laughs) I'm going to do new shitty stuff that I haven't fully memorized. But to start, I'm thinking that my lips are a little chapped. So I'm going to apply some lip balm, but I'm going to do it in a really masculine fashion. Your lips are looking a little parched there, partner. Why don't you do us both a favor? <laughs> Suit yourself. <clears throat> All right, what I want to work on today. That's right. This one is not new, but I tagged like an entire second half to it. So let's try out that. So would you all like to hear an impression? Yeah. yeah. We're speaking full sentences at Mutiny. I would like to hear an impression. That's a great idea that you came up with yourself. Let's do that. So here is my impression of every man on every 90s sitcom. You ready? I sure hope no one thinks I'm a homosexual. Cause I'm not! Does that, does that resonate with anyone? I just feel like whenever you go back and watch Friends, there'll be these moments where the boys will get startled and they'll hug onto each other. Then they'll realize what they're doing and, oh. Just hug your bros, man. It's a cruel dying world. Just hug your fucking bros. Then let me jerk them off later. (laughs) Speaking of Friends, I've been thinking, wouldn't it have been wild if during the the production of Friends, One of the friends died. Like, I don't mean one of the characters, I mean the actors. Like, Matthew Perry got loaded on Vicodin and just got himself kicked to death by a horse. Like, what would they do? The writers would have to do something. They'd have to come up with something. Do you think they'd try to bring in a new character, or would there just be five friends now? 
I feel like they'd try to replace him. They'd try to replace Chandler. So there'd be this episode, I guess it would be called like, the one with Chandler's funeral. And it'd be really emotional. <laughs> it'd be really emotional because all of the actors' tears were real, because they missed Matthew. And then there they would meet Chandler's hilarious cousin, Chandlebra. And he would come back to New York. He'd stay at Joey's apartment while he handles Matt, oh, excuse me, Chandler's estate, which he's in charge of for some reason. And then he'd never leave. He'd just stay. And Monica would learn to love again. I think in the funeral episode, they'd like play the theme song, but it would be like a sad version of it. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. People in the Bay Area ask me where my accent is from a lot, which offends me because I'm from the Bay Area. <laughs> no, I get it though. I have a fairly unusual speaking cadence. I realized at my last Thanksgiving screaming match that I got it from my mom. My voice is my mom manifesting herself in my body, as moms like to do. So if you need an idea of my mom well, she named me fucking Starler to start with. Like, obviously that decision was rooted in trauma. But if you want a more accurate idea of my mom, when I was little, she used to tell me all these amazing bedtime stories about this imaginary little brother I had who was only an inch tall. And you would go on all sorts of pint-sized adventures. You won the favor of the Frog King. I later learned that these stories were my mother's way of working through a miscarriage. So I guess what I'm saying is that my mom is a whimsical woman, and she beget a whimsical man. And one day I'll use this voice to regale my own children with the marvelous tales of their little uncle who was technically medical waste. I'm out of time, folks. Thanks for sticking around. I'm Starler. Give it up for Starler. That got dark really quick. <laughs> uh, I'd like to think that your, um, your miscarried possible brother was the one that was named Skyler. And then he just <laughs> and then he just couldn't stick with <laughs> yeah I know and then couldn't stick with Skyler had to go something similar my theory I'm really stoned I don't know <laughs> all right guys ready for your next comic it's Warhol Kaufman. <laughs> Dark matter makes up over 50% of the universe. And they still try to say black people are a minority. It's fucking ridiculous. I think by far the worst slogan for a cereal has gotta be Cap'n Crunch. Crunchitize me, Captain. Crunchitize me, Captain. Is it possible to do a good line reading of Crunchitize me, Captain? Take one. <laughs> 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 
Crunchitize me, Captain! <laughs> no, we didn't get it. <laughs> Rolling. Just when you're ready. Get just get ready. Alright, take a Crunchitize me, Captain. <laughs> I don't think we got it. Like, let's check the tape. Alright. Cocaine is stupid. Let me give you all the money for this powder that turns people into shittier people. It's like a magic trick that no one would ever need. Oh, if you sneeze, you're fucked. Hope it's not raining. Cocaine is dumb because everyone goes into the worst smelling room to inhale deeply. I love cocaine because I like hating my friends. No, go over there. We don't want to talk to you right now. We, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here! Cocaine is not stupid at all because I just like shoving myself in a bathroom stall with as many other dudes as I can. <laughs> it's great, too, because cocaine is so powerful. It can give you superpowers. Like, if you're in a room with people who don't want to share their coke, you become invisible. But it won't help you fight crime, because if you get between someone and their cocaine, crime fights you. <laughs> with that cocaine strength. I'm just saying. I was in Dolores Park a while ago this woman came up to me and she was like, do you want these french fries? Because I had to pee, but I knew I needed to buy something, so I bought the fries, but I didn't want the fries. So you can have the fries if you want the fries. I was like, sure, lady. I'll take the french fries, but you could have pissed in my mouth for free. <laughs> she was Canadian. She got it. My brother and I have the same mother. I wonder how large his penis is. You know, like, because I inherited my father's penis, but my mother doesn't even have a large penis, really. Um, I remember when I went to Kenyon College to visit uh, when I was in high school. I went to visit Kenyon College. Uh, it was a weird trip because the day before, I had made a discovery late. You might not know this. Apparently, you can use lotion when you masturbate. Like, I used to be really good at masturbating, like, really good. Like, my record was 13 hours. And then I found the lotion. And we don't have time to get into it, but let's just say when my mother, all right. <laughs> Keep it going for Warhol Kaufman, yeah. Um, do we really have any more comics? Any of you, I guess we can just, uh, we can have a bunch of the comics uh, who are left over rather than done a set, just uh, 
we can do Fight a little. We, we can do a thing where, um, if anyone has any upcoming shows that they want to publicize, they can get up on stage. Are there any comics here that want to publicize their upcoming shows? Sure. No, they're Go here. Go ahead, Warhol. <laughs> Warhol needs to. He's going to open up his ticket from MTA on stage, and then also. Don't open it. Just throw it away. That way they never know you got it. You just say, I don't live here. What are your upcoming shows, Warhol? Uh, I'm doing the uh, this show in Fremont t- tomorrow <laughs> at a brewery in front of a bus. That's the one. I'm doing that one. Yeah. I think they heard that. Um, and then I'm doing some show in uh, the East Bay that involves pajamas. Oh, that's on the 29th. Yeah. It's with Polly Pop-Tart. Doing that. And it's the Pajama Jammy Jam. I'm doing that I'm one. I'm on and that with you. Definitely that. And then uh, I'm doing this other show, but I forget what day, but it's in the East Bay. You're such an asshole, but every Monday you have a show at Delirium, which is killer. I've heard that. And amazing. And everyone should go to Delirium on a Monday. It's a booked show, but you can always talk to Warhol and get on it. It's an amazing show. And Delirium's a really fun room because it's like regulars and they don't give a fuck. And and they're not all white. They're all different colors. But the thing is that they're all drunk. And you get to ride this roller coaster of getting them and losing them and getting them and losing them. And Warhol lets you kind of go. Basically, it's until you, like, really lose them or you just give up. But you, like, ride the roller coaster of, like, they're with me. They're with me. And then they disappear and they're having a conversation about their dead cat from when they were four because they've been doing coke in the bathroom off uh, Rachel's tits. No, they still laugh. They're just laughing about something else completely different. But they... But they get you get them back, and then they're listening about your third abortion, and then you lose them again, and they're and, and you get them back, and you lose. So go to Delirium on a Monday. It's really fun. It starts around eight o'clock or eight thirty or nine. I don't know. I usually get there about nine. Rachel, you've got shows. We got a show tomorrow at Milk Bar, hosted by Tony Sparks. Yay! Cody Abe is gonna be on it. He was here earlier. Tony was here earlier too. And Tony was here yeah. earlier. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> What? Who else is on? What it? time is the You're show? At two? Milk- yeah. All right, Rob Edwards. Yeah. What time enough. is the show? Rob's Edwards is on it. I said it right this time. Uh, what? What it, time it, is the show? Eight. I think doesn't start at eight. <laughs> is it yeah. free? Is it free? Do we? No, do people pay? It's not. It's not free. That's not great. Free. It's a paid fucking show. That's yeah. great. Sweet. Fuck yeah. Fucking go to Milk Bar tomorrow, everybody. So is that it's going to be a great show. Yay. Any other shows? Any other shows? Yay. Bishak, go ahead. Yeah, so I'm performing at the Hella Funny Desi Comedy Night tomorrow. Uh, that's a free show. We're going to buy a drink. Otherwise. And where is that? That's at Bar Fluxus. In oh, the Bar Fluxus. District. That place is great. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I'm also performing at Madison Square Garden. Can, can you explain, <laughs> can you, before you leave, can you explain to me what Desi means? Because oh, I yeah. know it means all people from... Asia slash India Asia, but what does DESI has nothing to do with India or Asia? What does that yeah. word mean? So the term Desi is a catch-all term for brown people from South Asia. Okay. So that's Pakistan, India, Bangladesh. Some people say Myanmar, but I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or, but, in Myanmar, for, for the layman, Myanmar was used to be called Burma. Oh, are yeah. people from Thailand? Are they? They're not considered. No, no cause they're because they're, they're Asian. They're Southeast Asian. Right. So Desi is a certain area. Well, thank you yeah. for explaining that. Yeah. So Sweet. I'll be performing in Madison Square Garden in about 25 years. Remember and the name? It's the shock. Fuck yeah! Yay! Um, any other shows? 
Oh yeah, Ernest Evangelista, tell us what you're doing. Uh, I'm doing a show at OMG featuring the open mic on Sunday. Oh great! Yeah. I'm doing that on the 22nd. It's great. It's Nicole Turley's new thing. Is, yeah, um, it's is that new. It's, she's also, featuring people. So go, go to that open mic. I'm going to pick up my wallet that I left there. <laughs> and also, I'm doing a show on the 30th, Amateurs versus Pros. It's not a porno, but it's a stand-up show uh, at Blondie's, I think. Oh, right on. Is that not this Monday in the 7 o'clock show that's actually in Oakland? That I'm hosting, it's Evelyn Diamond. Yeah. That's all and we're all on it on Monday. It's it's on the 30th. Oh, no, you're the week after. You're two weeks after me. Mm -hmm. I'm on the one this Monday, the 16th. It's a Monday in Oakland. I don't know what day it is today. Right, so it's a Monday. It's a Monday show at 7 o'clock. And also, I'm doing a show at Black Horse. Oh, that's the best show ever. On Wednesday, the 18th. Nice. That's this week, this coming Wednesday, the 18th. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, okay. I've got a schedule in my brain. Yay. Thanks. And uh, last thing I'll leave you guys with before we uh, close out, because Mutiny Radio's uh, Comedy Clubhouse is coming up next. But we have four open mics a week. We do them, but not tomorrow. Tomorrow, Saturday, is Common Thread from 4 to 6. But every other Saturday from 4 to 6. Uh, so it's Monday and Friday, 6 to 8, and Tuesday and Saturday, 4 to 6. We have open mics. That Tuesday, 4 to 6, it's a weird, weird one, and it hasn't gotten any traction yet. But please, if you don't have a real job and you're just a dirtbag like me, come on in on a Tuesday from 4 to 6 and do some jokes. Thanks for being here, everybody, on Happy Hour. It's been great. Stay tuned and uh, stay here for Comedy Clubhouse. Yay! Thank you for being here. Bye! lawyers were part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Dr. Harris, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834.
to MutinyRadio.fm. Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie. Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead passengers? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 
That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Venice. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs, and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's Subliminal SF. .myshopify.com and experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? 